The following show contains spoilers for episode 9 of Surviving 41. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to RNG Show, the podcast where we talk about Survivor. We talk about fantasy points all in one go, one right after the other. Rapid fire style. Uh, generally. Generally, that is the case. Yeah, this week we are back to talk about episode nine. Uh, we got a bunch of people going home tonight. We have a season that is continuing to hurt our opinion of Survivor. <laughs> um, we have a full podcast crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we have a big group of people We're here. We're missing Jimmer. Uh, Jimmer's just not missing here. Jeez. my teammate, Jimmer. Uh, uh, we'll just edit here. him into the into like the, the post-credits or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just edited in a clip of him right here. Hello again. Oh, there he is. Uh, hi, Jimmer. Oh, I love Jimmer. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, I guess I can start by kind of just opening it up and being like, how about this episode? How are we feeling about it? Oh, my God. It's so bad. My God, it's so bad. I, uh... <sighs> it was fine. So, so... We'll start at the beginning, because I feel like the context that the beginning of the episode gives gave us, the hope that it gave us, is pretty important for, like... I'd like to take this moment to remind the listeners that Fred is extremely biased in his position on this episode, as evidenced by his obsession over Evie over the entire season of this podcast. No, 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 no. Don't start with that. I don't even no, think no, that's no, no, part no. of it for this one. Is it the obsession over Sean? <laughs> the phrasing's weird, but yeah. Just, just let me let me explain, right? So, beginning of the episode, and there is this like huge shift in focus out of nowhere, right? Suddenly, it's the Deshaun show, right? Everything is from Deshaun's perspective. Everything you know, everything about the tribal, how he feels about it, just everything, right? And then talking about like. Chantel continuing to be Chantel, and he's like, I don't like that. And then Ricard even has his moment of being like, oh, yeah, like, by the way, I'm hard of hearing, and everyone's like, oh, I didn't even know that. And he gets, like, it's cool edit where everything's, like, muffled, and you see him, like, looking at, uh, reading lips and whatever, and you're just like, there's been, like, maybe a Chantel confessional once, right? This it feels very, very different. And once again... For, you know, two or three episodes in a row now, they've made Chantel look very, very, very yeah, bad. We don't have our main um, character anymore. The plot right. Xander's the and main so, character. Yeah, Xander is the main character. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's a very interesting start here. And it really, you know, and I've been someone the whole time, I've been very convinced about Chantel's eventual win here. And this one really threw me for a loop. I was like, man, I think we're in for a revolution. Like, it's time mm-hmm. to switch things up. That's where we're at. And it's getting me excited. Like, you know, let's overthrow, you know, what's going on here. Let's go for <laughs> a shocking episode where oh. everything I know is thrown on its head. 
I'd like to just... Yeah, because, like... Oh, my gosh. Can I take a moment and just flash back to the last podcast where I said, I'm seeing the whole season in a new light. <laughs> I'm glad oh, you're all you seeing this now. Oh, you, you... Well, let's be... Yeah, let's be clear here. This is the first 15 minutes at most, right? So, yeah, there... Um, well... We had like like eight minutes before the immunity challenge, before the first mm-hmm. commercial, which is like a whole lot. There's so much going on in this start. Yeah, and so we get this feeling, and me, me and Toon have this moment where we're like, "Were we wrong? Is the story that they're telling here? Did they like set up Chantel as this very obvious winner so early, so that?" they could slowly shift both the audience and the players like feelings towards her into the negative so that by the time we're hitting this last stride they can the the like the fe- the feelings towards Chantel are more like oh i want her to lose now no, because she's been built up it's, so obviously it's, uh, it's like a fully realized character arc you saw her rise to power like mm-hmm. become overcome mm-hmm. by it and eventually become a villain, you know? Right. And so like, if that's the story they're telling, I was like, wait, maybe we were wrong. Maybe this is what they're trying to do. And so going into the rest of this episode, I was like, this, it, that's really how it feels, especially with Deshaun, right? Deshaun felt like the pillar of this, this, you know, revolution that we're calling it. Um, the hero we needed. Yeah, uh-huh. right? Um, and so, yada yada, immunity challenge, they split up the votes, and immediately, my heart sinks. And I'm like, this is gonna go wrong. Even before we see the At, like, the immunity challenge? Yeah. Yeah, because he reveals that they're going to have two different immunities and two different yeah. votes. Historically, this, like, twist, I feel like, always just ends poorly. And whether it's, like, fan favorites going home or it just furthers, like, the control of the people who are always in power. It just feels like the votes always split up in such a way where there's no, like, variance going on. I don't have the exact facts on this. I didn't look it up. But, you know, it wasn't a situation where, like, you know, for example, you know, Ricard or Chantel or something were just totally isolated, like, from their group. They just happen to be kind of split up into favorable spots. And the the side with, like, Chantel and Nasir definitely is one that kind of throws me for a loop. But it's I feel like that half really just is on Nasir's part. But I think it's just the, the buildup of yeah. what the season has I, been like so far for them. I feel like this major shift in Chantel's character you you can actually pinpoint exactly where it happened it was right before the merge uh where they were still split up into tribes and she goes behind Tiffany's back and says well I'm going to fake the phrase at tribal to see if to try and bait out who has it but she actually has the idol that Mm -hmm. that was exactly where this shift happened in my mind yeah potentially i think that's that's kind of a good point where like the little bit of being a villain rises up because that's you know that's past the point too of kind of like blindsiding yeah jd uh and taking his advantage while doing it 
Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely been a pretty good build up over time. Yeah, the slow de evolution of that character into like somebody that was like, oh, a surefire like, yeah, they're they're going to win this. To now, it's like, I very much hope they don't. Like, even though they're on my 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 team, my fantasy team, like, it's just, like, I'm more invested in the story of the show rather than the game we're playing here. And uh, mm-hmm. I definitely am on, like, the, the down with Chantel team right now. Yeah, and I think most people are. I want to clarify that this whole point that I'm making is leading to the fact that Chantel still wins. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make that very clear here. But, yes, I think I am also in that camp. I think most people are at this point. Even, I well, we'll get there. But the team split up. Yeah. Right? And they are definitely advantageous for Chantel's position overall. But they split up in such a way that there's, like, potential there. Yeah. Right? Because, again, Deshaun's the one that's been constantly, you know, several episodes in a row talking about how he, like, actively does not want to work with Chantel anymore. Right? And then we even have the moment with um, Evie, where he's like, I really like working with Evie. Yeah. Right? And so, when they split up, and now they have Evie, Xander, and Deshaun on the same group, there's so much potential there. And it's so easy. There's no, like, you know, Leon and Danny don't have any kind of um, idol to throw anything out. It's like, they, they have a very clear vote here if they want to do it, right? And it's... Yeah, if they if they want to shake things up, yeah. Yeah, and it's even the same on the other one. Because you have Nasir, Erica, and Heather against um, Chantel and Ricard, right? Nasir should understand that he's on the, on the outs. Clearly he doesn't. Um, because as soon as they split up and Erica and Heather talked to Nasir, like, hey, do you want to work with us? Would you be willing to, like, play your idol on Heather and then we, you know, vote off Chantel or whatever? And he's just instantly like, no, absolutely not. There's no way I'm, like, working with you. And it's just like, sure, you don't necessarily need to give up your idol here. That's a bit much. But, like, you... You have to know that you are not making Final Three, right? You have to know that you're not even, like, close to making Final Five with Chantel's group. You know, you have to know that. I think the strangest thing that I don't really understand uh, in Chantel's strategy is uh, using her extra vote to nullify her other vote. Yeah, yeah, uh, and we'll we'll get into that like at the tribal. But yeah, that was a very strange game move, I suppose. I I have a theory about it, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, I think it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I haven't thought too much about the theory there, but yeah, we'll get into it. But point being, Nasir is just like I'm not going against Chantel yeah. at all, and for reasons I cannot understand. And I, I think they're afraid of idols, is what is going on. But like, there's so many of them; they they need to disappear. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, sure, but I don't think Nasir made his decision because Chantel has an idol. I think he made his decision because 
of the like small conflict he and Heather had, which I really feel like shouldn't yeah, have definitely more of swayed a, the vote. A short term decision than a, like a long long lasting game decision for sure. Right, and and so he's just not going to do anything, and thus begins my whole thing of nobody in this game, nobody on this season wants to play the game. Yeah. Right? Because, like, Nasir just chose to take himself out, and that's what I mentioned before. It's like, if Nasir just worked with Heather and Erica, then, sure, maybe he goes home anyways because Chantel picks up on something and ends up playing her idol, and he goes home, but it's the same result, right? Maybe they vote off her card instead, and she plays her idol on herself, or yeah. whatever, right? It's like, at least there's something going on there. At least you're flushing yeah. an idol, right? And instead he just says, no, I'll just follow Chantel to my own death, you know, as she leads me to my own downfall, yeah. as opposed to using the fact that you are now five people and being the one person that can completely shift the vote, right? So, you know, uh, exhibit A of people in the season not playing well and not playing the game. Exhibit B, we go over to Deshaun, Evie, and Xander, and it seems so clear, right? Deshaun, again, reiterates how badly he does not want to play with Sean compared to somebody like Evie, who he likes playing yeah. with. And I'm like, cool. And then, you know, Zayner's saying all the right things, Evie's saying all the right things, you know, they're setting it up. And I'm like, cool. Like, this is the moment. This is their opportunity, right? Like, Liana's been very close to Chantel, you know, I think, like, right behind Ricard as as her closest allies. Um, So, like, this would be a huge knock to her game. Yeah. And, you know, now it would also put Deshaun in such a good position because he has the loyalty of Xander, Evie, um, probably not Danny. Cause I think Danny would be like, no, I don't want to make this kind of move. And ultimately that's why it didn't yeah. happen. I, I, but yeah, I feel like Danny was the swaying factor there on Deshaun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But he has, it's, yeah, it's it all the Deshaun, makings Xander. for a perfect revolution. Yeah. Right. Every little piece. Evie, you need. Yeah. Yeah. You combine, you merge again and then you have Erica and Heather, right? That's five to three at that point. That's five of you against Chantel's three. That's beautiful. That's exactly what you want here. Right. And yet we go to tribal and he doesn't flip. Yeah. And beyond that, Xander literally could have forced the vote, period. Yeah. Right? And yet, he didn't play an idol. He didn't play his extra yeah, he, vote. He, he did nothing. He tried to play the the bluff game again, uh, mm -hmm. which is like, yeah, I, I will play my idol on Evie if you guys are going for Evie. And he said that to Liana. And... Uh, Mm -hmm. but they called his bluff this time. Yeah, especially with those numbers, it, you know, it's like you either scram, I don't know, I guess it's just like you kind of have to trust that your plan will work and that he won't play the idol, because otherwise, like, what is Liana and Danny, you know, supposed to 
do because if they start to break up their alliance at that point and they still want to stay solid, it's going to harm any sort of teamwork they want going forward, right? Because then it's immediately going to show who's where in the pecking order between Danny, Deshaun, and Liana. So it really just seems like, yeah, of course they're going to vote for Evie because either way, one of them's going to go home or Evie goes home. Yes. Either way, somebody on our team was going home. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I really am like shocked about how hard Liana's holding this grudge against Xander. Like, uh, yeah. That's like the whole other thing. <laughs> it's like, this is less game, but like, I don't know what happened to Liana. Liana started out this season so strong and like such an interesting character because one of the first things we see about like her herself like as a person is her being like really genuinely upset that the the uh first or second uh ua vote had to be like an emotional one right not like a good vote something that was um pushed by tiffany because she just felt a certain way yeah and her being upset by that was like Oh, this is interesting. This is like a cool human personal moment with Liana. You know, now she's on my radar. Um, and it just everything since then has just been her fumbling plays, you know, the the being outplayed by Xander and, you know, now holding that against him seemingly very personal personally and just being really immature about the whole thing and about everything and like it's just it feels so off and it's just really disappointing to see so uh in my watch group out of curiosity during one of the commercial breaks we looked up her twitter uh Mm -hmm. it it was newly created she didn't have I'm guessing she didn't have twitter prior to survivor at least a public one for survivor and uh so she has one tweet on it that says, uh, I guess the knowledge is power or I guess knowledge is power only counts as long as, or if everyone doesn't have the knowledge or something along those lines. She said, uh, if everybody has the knowledge, you don't have the power is what it ended up saying. And, uh, you can see that even after the season, she's still like deeply upset by that. Which is which is a weird thing to like take home from this, you know? Right, and it it's just like it's so disappointing. And again, this this speaks to like the other side of why this episode is just the final nail in the coffin for the season for me is that every character that had all this potential, like Deshaun especially, Deshaun, I'm so disappointed in because again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, it felt like he was our hero our guide to the finish right he was our pillar of of (laughs) in the narrative that the show is setting up which is hey root against Chantel, and root Mm -hmm. against liana now you know just root against this alliance that we've also built up to be like the good alliance yeah and then it kind of is like a cheap shot where it's like, all right, this is it. This is where they go. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Like they're <laughs> they're gonna stay in power because they're just that good at the game. Yeah, and then 
It's just going to get really boring once they have to start pecking each other out, you know? Right! And, like, it's it's just... It's so frustrating. Because the rest of the season is going to be so bad and boring. The edit is, like, wanting to blindside the viewer so much that they're just making it... <laughs> bad yeah. to watch. Yes. Yeah, they do. Unfun they really to watch. started doing that recently, where it's like, okay, this person is going to win, or this group is going to do well in the vote. So let's make it so you think that's not going to happen. So then we can surprise you with, you know, an exciting vote at the end. But then it ends up being like, you know, it feels like my hopes are being built up and it's just being taken away. Right. And it's very it, if it was a surprise, <laughs> if it was a surprise that was cool. It was a play that we didn't expect, and it was, like, cool. Or if, like, they built it up as if Evie was going home, and then the Tron flip. That's a cool surprise. When the surprise is disappointing compared to what was told to us was going to happen, then it's not a surprise anymore. It's just disappointment. And especially because... There's been this multiple episode buildup of Deshaun becoming more and more fed up with Chantel that it felt like this was the payoff to that. This was the moment, right, where Deshaun really comes into his own, breaks apart from the Alliance, and becomes an yeah. individual player and turns the game on its head, takes power, and, you know, ends up winning, right? That's how it felt. At the and, same time, I don't feel that that's entirely off the table, because uh, I, I could see this this line that Deshaun could take in writing this this alliance for a little bit longer, and then jumping ship at the last second, and then basically securing him a win for the game. You know, uh, I don't see it because. Because of the way the votes happen this episode. Because the numbers just aren't there for him. If Danny didn't want to swap, didn't want to flip here, he's not going to want to flip later. So that's already yeah. Chantel. So, so he's he's going to have to ditch Danny sooner rather than later then. Right, to and, who? And so, this, so, th- this was just testing the waters to see, uh, like what Danny how Danny would react in a situation will you follow me or are you gonna stick to them that are gonna drive you into the ground eventually sure but like Danny for sure is just sticking to them and he's gonna get he he's gonna go one of these days because of it but you already as Deshaun you can already tell that that's how Danny feels yeah because of how he has how he reacted to just the idea of taking Liana out. Yeah. And so as Deshaun, you have to look forward and say, okay, this is the opportunity. This is the one opportunity I have to do this because if I don't, then presumably, um, Heather and Nasir is going from the other side. And then we vote out Evie, who would be very loyal to Deshaun, by the way. Yeah. Um, you get rid of those two numbers that would have been on Deshaun's side, and now you're left with, at at most, four people on your side total. At the, at the same time, though, uh, if he took this opportunity this early to upset the way things were like that, then he would definitely be on the bottom of both sides and then just be an easy vote next week. I don't totally agree with that though because i think 
I think that if Evie's still here, Evie and Deshaun and Xander become, like, the core of this new alliance. And I don't, because I really don't think Evie would ever want to get rid of Deshaun at that point. Yeah, because if Evie takes Deshaun to the end, even with that play, Evie still wins. Because so, of course, Evie would not want to do that. But well, yes, and that's that's what I'm saying. So Deshaun is not is just not on the bottom if he makes this play, because he has this. Alert. But but and he's like, on the bottom at the end. So he he's thinking more proactively. He's he's waiting for the biggest possible moment to do that. But if he if he waits much longer, he'll be out of room to do that entirely. So I I see sure, I see his perspective but... in this episode, and it, it is very aggravating that they've built it up to not pay it off. But I th- I think the payoff is coming. Yeah, and I just don't think it is because <laughs> I don't think that Deshaun can even make it to the end here. Period. I like again Chantel brings exactly ricard and liana because liana has not played better than chantel yeah ricard has been chantel's right hand man and that's kind of it chantel wins there every time chantel wins against everyone really yeah and so the raid boss if you will right (laughs) yes totally (laughs) and so even with the perspective of he doesn't want to make a play right now because he would get to final three and lose or whatever. That's it, it would it would also put a target on his back too early because that alliance is still so strong. But yes, but, if but he, if the he... play specifically makes the alliance weaker, like by a noticeable margin. Because what happens right is Liana goes home, Nasir goes home. Nasir isn't like a core part of the alliance, but he votes with Chantel clearly. And so now Deshaun has, again, assuming Danny does not want to work with him, Deshaun has Xander, Evie, Heather, and Erica, and himself. That's five to three, right? It's it's still four and... It still would be four and four in that scenario because it's Chantel, Danny, Ricard, and... Well, I guess it, it would have been Nasir, but... That's what I'm but saying. But he, he didn't know that until he walked into Tribal already set in stone. Sure, sure. I see what you're saying. But but even, even if it's quote-unquote set in stone, do you not think about it? Uh, so it, in his position, I walk, in, I walk, into, I walk into Tribal, see Nasir, and things start flaring. But there's so much pressure on you, and you've already like gone through all the mental trials and tribulation to like math this out, and it's it's hard to change your decision in that moment because you're talking about like a whole day as opposed to like an hour at tribal. Yeah, I while Je- while Jeff's interviewing you and all of that, all of this stuff, it it would make an equalizer, but. All it takes is one idol play with because Chant- Chantel still has an idol that it's like it's it's a hard de- it's a definitely hard decision to make. So uh, I feel like next episode is probably his last opportunity 
and it has to be a like a blind side with no idle play or else he's out of the running yeah so the other side of it is that even not doing the math right you're still getting actively getting rid of a number that you would need to flip and so just looking ahead i literally cannot see the line he can take to flip on Chantel at this point. He Because he, who does he have? He has Heather and Erica and Xander. Maybe. Yeah. Right. And that, like, Xander has an idol, sure, but if he's not even willing to play it on a forced vote, do you really think he's not going to just use it for himself later? Yeah, um, unless uh, they can get, like, Danny to flip on Liana. Or, or something. Yeah, and even... Right, but... Yeah. He clearly wouldn't even do that with a better opportunity. Yeah. So, like, again, it just feels like Deshaun is in the same exact position as if he... Or same exact, if not worse position, if he flipped and voted out Liana here. And so, like, I... I understand that, you know, if for whatever reason... Or I understand that he couldn't like just change his vote off of the fact that this year is there. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. But like, uh, so objectively, the best the the best case scenario for Deshaun at this tribal would be Nasir and Liana both leaving. But he ha- he yes. had no clue that Nasir was even close to the chopping block until he walked into tribal and saw that. So, uh, in his mind their alliance is still six strong coming out of this. So why why would you side six against three? Because cause if he did flip, it would be... Or it would be five against three. If he did flip and things didn't go according to plan. And, like, Heather went home. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. It, the other side of it, outside of Deshaun, is also just the fact that, like... Like you mentioned, he... Xander tries to play this, do the buff play again, or the the bluff play again, and just doesn't do anything. And that's the other, that's the other side of like this whole vote is like even outside of Deshaun's decision, right? Xander is also actively not playing the game, and it's just like it's so frustrating to watch because he could have played either advantage. Yeah. He could have played his extra vote and tied it, in which case ties it again after and then um or you know they know he can tie it again and force Deshaun and Danny to pick rocks yeah and I really doubt that either of them would do that for Liana yeah we 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 really see Xander's sense of self-preservation over everything else coming out to play in this decision and yeah and I think it's a bad one but I mean, I mean, yeah. But at the same time, there's a million dollars on the line. <laughs> yeah, especially with this game too, with how things seem like they change so often. Uh, you know, he was immune tonight, and he at least gets another one through his idol for the next vote. Uh, and it's, you know, it's understandable that's really hard to be able to predict what the other side is doing. Then once you're in tribal. Uh, I am actually kind of surprised we didn't see any live vote 
type things happening tonight. And it may be just because there was not as many people there. And they, especially this group was holding plans pretty tight to their chest at this point. Yeah. But, you know, with Xander and Evie being pretty confident that nobody on the other side has an idol, I think that probably could have been the good chance to pull them aside and be like, hey, let's do this. Or at least try and get their read on it. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of the information we're, like, sort of missing out on, too. Because we have Ricard, too, who is kind of, you know, he's still definitely working with Chantel. But it feels like he definitely knows in the back of his head he needs to do something about her if he wants to yeah, win. Yeah, for sure. So being able to, like, be aware of that piece right uh it's kind of an extra option to go to yeah i feel at this point ricard is maybe the one to go to for a blind side coming into I next think week so. yeah i think you just need to make sure you appeal to him or you catch him in the right spot it's hard to know how everybody feels about ricard in this point in the game because we know yeah. that uh, you know, he is working with Chantel, but he's not specifically part of that alliance of four, right? Which is Liana, Chantel, Deshaun, Danny. Or has he been included on that? He, he's he been kind of included on that, but kind of like a fifth wheel. Yeah, because that, that, that's how it feels. And he's there attached to Chantel, but... You know, it's seeming like he knows that it won't work in the long term. It, it It's like... It's like Chantel is hosting the high school party, you know, and inviting <laughs> all our friends over. And Ricard's the little brother that yeah, is reluctantly I, there and doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I feel like this sequence of votes would have just been so much more interesting, too, if we weren't splitting them up like this. Yeah. Because then, you know, if, say, a Nasir or an Evie goes out first... Then everyone can react and be like, man, we got to do something about this if we don't just want Chantel to win. And maybe that's when Ricard goes to Xander and says, you know, hey, let's do this. But, you know, I think back to Ricard trying to, like, get Xander to play his idol at the previous vote, which makes sense. But, you know, Xander is the kind of person, I think, who wouldn't want to play with Ricard at that point. So... We're yeah. in a really interesting case of so many different bridges being burned across mm -hmm. alliances. And that's what kind of messed up Nasir's game tonight uh, is he wasn't willing to trust Heather again. Uh, you know, even mm -hmm. though Heather didn't cast the vote for him, he believed it. So he was just not really willing to work with them on that side. Uh, so Nasir is gone. And then you have, like, Ricard, you know, maybe clashing with Xander at this point. And who knows where Erica and Heather are at anymore, who are apparently a tight duo. And this is the first we're hearing of it. They're just on the bottom. Um, so I'm curious. And Chantel seems like she really wants to get rid of Heather for some reason. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious where this goes based on what we have left. And... You know, the answer might just be that it is super linear, right? Like, from mm -hmm. here, 
you know, they dance around Xander's idol or something. Maybe like Heather goes next, then Xander or Erica in whichever order. And then you're left with the alliance of Liana, Chantel, Danny, Ricard, Deshaun. And then at that point, if you're Chantel, you probably are totally happy to go to the end with Danny and Liana. Yeah. Yeah, I figured to go with any of them at that point, yeah. really. But yeah, it's <laughs> the only people who would be threatening, I think, would be yeah. Ricard and Deshaun. So if you just get rid of them, then that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're holding on to Deshaun uh, being in the fire making challenge, right? You guys are on board with that. They gave they gave us a scene early on in the season where Deshaun was talking about not being good at fire and talking about the fire making oh. challenge. Oh. Wasn't there yeah, also yeah, yeah. like a scene with Erica? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that sounds fine. Yeah. But you know, if that they do right. have that duel, then it might give more sense to the conflict between Chantel and Deshaun we're seeing. Maybe they end up as the you know the final three with either Danny or Liana also sitting there, and then we have Chantel versus Deshaun as our final tribal. With Chantel winning, of course. Mm-hmm. And then it has, uh, you know, Ricard maybe go out as soon as Chantel starts to feel threatened once Xander and Heather are gone. That's where I am kind of yeah. at right now. Yeah. So That sounds about right to me. So let's let's hop back into the, the first tribal of okay. Erica, mm-hmm. Nasir, Ricard, Heather, and Chantel. So... I I thought when the votes came out initially that it was Chantel doubled up on Heather with Nasir, and then it was Ricard, Erica, and Heather who voted for, for Nasir. Nasir. Mm-hmm. But when they revealed the votes, we found out that Ricard actually did follow Chantel's lead mm-hmm. in, instead of this like of course. build up that. It's like, hey, maybe we should go for Nasir, which he brought up at camp. And Chantel split her two votes, wasting her extra vote to tie the vote. So that surprised me. Um, So my theory behind this is Ricard still wanting to, like, save face for Chantel. Mm Mm-hmm voted for Heather as a sign of good faith and the extra vote was to intentionally draw that tie for Chantel just to see just to like make sure that uh that Ricard was still on board but still follow his plan that he set out of getting uh, of getting the serum right so yeah, I, she 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 was playing both sides, and that's that's why she ultimately voted for Nasir because she saw Ricard's v- vote ultimately being for Heather. It's like okay, you're still doing what I tell you to do. I'll allow this plan to go through for tonight, mm-hmm. which is very evil. I, <laughs> I think like. There, there's something to like if if 
Erica and Heather decided to try and, you know, start putting votes towards Ricardo, Sean, that with that extra vote, they still have more votes on Heather. But, like, it doesn't it doesn't make 100% sense there either. Yeah, it's, I think the best way that if we want to yeah. try and solve this is to write down every variation of the votes, you know, acknowledging Ricard and Chantel probably as a pair, regarding Erica and Heather always as a pair, and Nasir kind of as a wild vote. But it seems like Nasir at this point is just so set on voting for Heather. It's kind of a mm-hmm. lock in that regard. Yeah. So that... the only thing that would change here is if what like heather and erica flip it on chantel because they did that thing where it's like oh i don't know you know it might flip on you um so if that happens then it becomes two votes chantel and then two votes heather two votes heather and then you don't know where nasir is but you're assuming it's going to heather but oh yeah still to i think you know putting the extra vote down just either forces the tie or forces someone who isn't Chantel to go home. Yeah. And she could have just, uh, you know, doubled down on votes. But with Nasir's idol, it's hard to know, too. Um, yeah. So if Nasir plays an idol here on himself, then it also means that Heather is still either going to a tie or going home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I think there is some weird line where if Erica and Heather vote for Chantel or Ricard, and then they all in on Nasir, and he plays his idol, then Chantel or Ricard just go home because of that. But if they split the votes, then it would be like two and two, I think. Yeah, Yeah, so it gives them the leg up in the event of a flip or an idol play. And it just kind of happens to work out how they want it to. Yeah. It's still very weird. Again, there's so much math that has to, you know, go into it. But it's not the worst, I don't think. I mean, in the end, you know, they they played the advantage. And, you know, from Chantel's perspective, she got out one of the people that she wanted to go home. um, Better than not using it or just blowing it entirely. It is better than not using it, <laughs> Xander. <laughs> um, so I don't hate the extra vote here. Yeah. What I do hate is Xander not playing it. But yeah, really quick on that vote. If you're Deshaun, do you not even consider like beforehand that who gets voted out of the first one might affect your vote? Like, do you like just even in as a hypothetical? Do you not consider? Like, if Nasir's voted out, then I would have the numbers if I flip. I, so if I see Nasir, then I should flip. I I don't think in that scenario that anybody from the other, the other group even considered Nasir as possibly mm-hmm. going yeah, on. Yeah, I think... I, well, sure, 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 but like... I think here, if you see Chantel or Ricard sitting on the bench of the jury... Then, then that's, that might that's, send gr- you into that's a the scramble. green light for sure. But from the uh, you know sort of boot list that I I just laid out, you know, Deshaun can still kind of just keep it going 
Obviously, yeah. he wants to play the game by his rules, which he's said frequently. But, you know, at this point, if he just keeps hanging around with the majority alliance here, hopefully he wins a key immunity. Or if he gets to the fire-making challenge, he wins the fire-making challenge. And that could be enough to prove himself to the jury compared to Chantel. But, you know, there's, you know, there's incentive to bring Chantel down. But we also have so much more information on our side then yeah true he is where he can think okay let me stay with the safe option i could flip and it might give me a better position but like you were saying earlier tb2 is that it puts him in kind of an awkward spot in the numbers where even if he stays with liana as you know a tight duo there you are kind of stuck picking up the pieces between Erica and Heather and whether Nasir is in the game or not, or how long you feel like you can trust Xander. So I think ultimately it does like Deshaun's decision here does make sense what he does, but it's not really what we want to see predicting that Chantel ends up winning. Oh, right, and, like, yeah, of course, I can't expect them to, like, know that they're just handing Chantel the win on a silver platter, but, like, at the same time, I don't know, I feel like you just, I feel like you should just play the game, and I feel like they're just not, right? That's, like, the the crux of this whole thing, it's like, sure, even, I understand that his decision has reasoning behind it, you know, like, good reasoning behind it, and that's fine, but I still don't think it's his best play just so in general whether or not some, Nasir's in or out something to keep in mind is that we as the viewer simultaneously have a better perspective but also a worse perspective on everything because we don't see yes. everything that goes down but we do see uh everything laid out before us in kind especially with like our spreadsheets and stuff we we see the the definitive tr- the definitive alliance lines and like all these moving parts and how they're working, um, but we don't see all the like interpersonal moments and like all of the discussion obviously because time constraints. So there mm-hmm. there's a lot more factors that go into it than just what we see, and that's just something to keep in mind to like. I, I don't know if it's something that just makes me feel better about it <laughs> as a viewer, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it's just something that it, in the back of your mind you always got to think about as a survivor viewer. Yeah, I I understand that. I just I I yeah I I understand why you're upset. Yeah, because it's just like even because from what it sounds like. Both decisions are pretty similar in terms of where it puts him, right? Where you see a line for him on this current, in this current timeline to get to the end by sticking with this alliance just a little longer, yeah. right? And then I see a line where he flips on the alliance and then gets to the end through everyone that's not in it. So, like, it seemed, and it's roughly equivalent numbers, right? Yeah. Of course, depending on, like, this year and whatever. Um, so, like, I get that. But if you are trying to win, 
then isn't the better play to make the move anyways? Even if you can't, like... And maybe that's just, you know, me thinking of it as just a game as opposed to, like, everything Yeah, it's also it. watching it, and you have to take into account the amount of time so, they have yeah. spent out there and the sort of self-preservation that you want to keep it with staying with the safer option because it'll at yeah. least get you a little bit farther. Yeah, on paper, it's probably a better decision, but there's a lot of in-game factors that we just can't calculate, really. Sure. You guys know how there's those episodes of Survivors where it's like, oops, all tribal? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, we're like 50 minutes in, and we haven't even talked about the humidity challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we went over it. Talked about how Liana was uh, holding the grudge Talking against smack. Xander, and I guess that I mean, is kind of this... the main point of it. Though we did mention something while we were watching that I kind of wanted to bring up because I thought it was kind of interesting. Where What's normally it? these you know types of challenges where you know you're on a structure are balanced for you know body specifications, mm-hmm. but not this time. Oh yeah. This was like a weird thing that we comment that I commented on. Like they they look like they were based on height, but also they started the challenge by saying they were picking no, they, rocks they weren't, for they, they were Whoa. not based on height. Okay, think, so like, if you watch the challenge, like maybe it was for which team was blue and which team was yellow. But you oh, yeah, still have, have to, to. You still have to prepare it in advance. Maybe they there there were the no, the, also, yeah. no. Also, no, we, no, we saw yes, they, we saw oh, it last on. week with that challenge where they adjusted the the height, the the foot pieces. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the uh, at the structures they were on this week, they were all exactly the same. There was no height adjustment. Prior to the challenge, when they walk up, it is when when they actually get up on it, it is different. I guarantee yeah. it's different. I mean, you because can just look at the, their, the angle of their and, arms, even right. Yeah, they would the, all be totally different. Yeah, if Danny and Erica have, also, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they adjust the the grabby bit, not the. Oh feet yeah, bit so this, this one, one they probably did last week. It was definitely the feet one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, just conceptually, you ca- you literally cannot put Danny and Erica on the same height thing. Yeah, like you literally just cannot, <laughs> right? And watching it i know erica had her hands about the same height like at or above her head that like danny did yeah right i can't so, remember like, who it was but like 100 percent adjusted remember who, who it was but their head was entirely below like the square headrest that could have just been ha- how they're like ha- how they, they how sit- they were weird. sitting on it they could have been putting more effort into like their lower back and leaning more onto like the arm strength aspect of it rather than yeah yeah i think yeah they are different though when we're kind of like trying to pull back the curtain on these challenges the one i like to think of i think the official title is like get a grip or something that could be wrong but the challenge where they're all on a pole right Mm -hmm. and they're just levitating not levitating but they're just clinging onto a pole (laughs) up in the air and you know you have to think like first of all like you know are they getting put up there by a ladder or like what what way are they being put up there and how like simultaneous is it to the point where they can put them on the pole and then like quickly run away before Jeff starts the challenge. Yeah. And, like, how long are they? on the pole? Cause sometimes 
you know, they start that challenge and people are down like immediately. You know, if, if they go <laughs> one person at a time, then you have somebody who's up there, you know, for an extra five minutes Longer. or something. So that that one I always think about, like, yeah, how how do people get up there and are there crew members like scrambling away? Yeah, I, I'm sure there are. Call it. It, it, they would have to make it fair like that, you know, probably like a mm-hmm. matter of uh, like. They set up ladders, everybody climbs the ladders, and then it's like, okay, everybody get off your ladders. Everybody grab on. They have get one crew member on yeah. each ladder, and they quickly take them off off screen. And then yeah, Jeff's that like, all right, and we're off. You know? Like, they don't even mm-hmm. need to pull the ladders away. They just need to like, tilt the ladders over so that they're out of the shots when they're looking up at the challengers. <laughs> I mean, sure, but you also want to make sure that when they come down, they're safe and they're. Oh not yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, ladder. like you can start the challenge before the before they're completely away. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, uh, I, there's the there's tech of... into it that makes it fair. I'm I'm sure. Fairish. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I guess this can be something either put in the show notes or cut out um but flying just shared a picture of the uh, contestants all lined up at the immunity challenge and there's a little bit of perspective on it but it is looking like the foot perch right is it pretty much the same height of the ground but the arm but yeah if you look at the extremes of danny on one side and erica on the other where their hands are both right by their ears um you know, it's clear yeah, that well, they're moving the handles in some way. I think way. the most obvious uh, height discrepancy here is Evie and Deshaun, who are right next to each other. Yeah, those are. Yeah, those are. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, I'm wrong. Oops. The way the way people hold their arms, you can obviously some see is just different strategies going into it. You see, Danny goes for more of like an overhand grip to try and like pull himself back, where a lot of everybody else goes yeah, for like an really underhand like, grip. Tight. Mm-hmm. yeah tight towards or the middle pushing your shoulders out or in or your elbows yeah. together and it depends on how many muscles you got yeah. <laughs> so, so audience you mm-hmm. know reach out to us on twitter uh, which group would you use don't, don't that's actually really cringy <laughs> well <laughs> leave a voicemail it looked like the underhand uh, grip was far superior <laughs> i think it's just yeah i think it's better on the arms yeah. right it's just you're not tensing them constantly by going overhand any also last thing for this for this challenge specifically uh shout out to christian yeah he one. lasted like five hours yeah also i five or i six. did go digging on on twitter a little bit for this one apparently in david versus goliath they missed a ruling and they didn't tell them that their back had to be up against the pole and, you know, I remember in my head in images of, like, Christian being very twisted up and just, like, constantly adjusting his posture. Oh, yeah. So that makes a little more sense compared to this one where they kind of have to stick in their one spot for so long. Yeah, this one only, this one only <laughs> lasted, like, 40 minutes or so. So, yeah, when the challenge like this does go that long, you know, even though it's epic to watch, um, you definitely get the context of like you know something mechanically is like wrong with either the challenge or the rules. Yeah, and they're you know whether this is a good thing or not, I am 
at this point kind of neutral towards it but yeah a lot of the challenges that are meant or you know originally have gone for hours and hours have been like have been cut down really changed more recently. so they yeah. last a very short amount of of time yeah because uh, which because the people that drop out don't want to sit there for like five hours yeah. and the crew and, i think it makes and it sucks for the be people. there and, and it sucks for the people up there that just have to stand there for that long you know yeah no challenge should really be that yeah long. it's cool when they do like the final immunity challenge and you know it's a test of will but there's plenty of those in the past and i don't mind like the challenge uh where they put like the balls into the little roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, I like the roller coaster balls. Because that like balls. is about endurance, but also like keeping focus. Yeah. I think it's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All well, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> one last thing on the contestants. Uh, I did see that uh, our near or our recently departed from the squad jury member Evie uh, mm-hmm. got her PhD the other day. Let's go! So that's that's some good news. Congratulations! Yeah, that's sick. Hell yeah! I guess the one last thing, and we can do it pretty briefly, is just because we went over Deshaun's decision pretty in depth. Is Xander's decision to not play any advantage also good? <laughs> I guess to put the... it that way, because like no, for me, I, I feel it remains to be seen. Is how I'll is how I'll say that. I think Xander is quickly losing his path to the end, but with the idol, you know, he at least gets one more tribal council. And if he just watched Evie get voted out, then the chances of him and Nasir, who was kind of targeted because he had an idol, I feel like the chances of him just dropping it so he can stay alive and try and win another immunity challenge and try and find another idol. I feel like. He definitely has it on his radar that he needs to start doing some work. Yeah, so the him not playing the idol makes sense to me, because an idol is worth more than the extra vote. But is it really not worth using the extra vote? Well, so I am pretty you don't get to use the extra vote in revotes, right? No. No, you oh, you really? do. You do. That's we saw Chantel that. literally did it this episode. Yeah, because it was four to one. Jeff Jeff had to read three votes and then say that's enough oh. instead of for reading two. The second one for that. Yeah, okay. for the revote. Yeah, this is one I feel like I always uh, sort of miss out on, and they didn't even show us who Heather voted for. I guess is that what's happening? Or it was a tie, so Heather and is here don't vote. Exactly. Yes. So he reads. Gotcha. So who had the second? Yeah. Chantel voted for Nisir twice then. Yeah. Oh, was, do you get to reuse the uh, extra vote? That, that's oh, what we're talking about. So in that I, case, I thought it was just go spent ahead after the it. one vote. Okay. But I feel like this one, this is always a shaky rule. It might it might be consistent the whole time, but I feel like, yeah. Okay, so apparently in Ghost Island, you know, I'm on the Survivor fandom page. In Survivor Ghost Island, uh, when Kellen got her extra vote, it said that it would extend through a tie and a revote. Oh, okay. But at the tribal <laughs> council where she used it, she did not vote twice as she claimed she had forgotten that it could be used on a revote. Uh... <laughs> so kind of weird context there. Uh, regardless, I think that kind of can 
contributes to the confusion that exists around this is that there's no good historical advantage that or use of this advantage that you can pull on and be like, oh, I remember when this person used an extra vote and then they used it again in the revote. Because in that case, it does make a lot of sense for Xander to push the tie here and then go to the revote and then bank on, on drawing rocks because he's not going home and Evie's not going home in that case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does make and sense. Whoever they vote for. I wouldn't be surprised if Xander didn't do that either because, you know, he assumed that Sean would work with him or because he just didn't think the extra vote had that extra mile to it. I don't know what's on his paper. So mm-hmm. it, it it's hard to tell, but no, I think so. Knowing that we get to use it through the extra uh, round of voting would have made a lot more sense here. And he doesn't lose yeah, any because... alliance position, really. And he could just get Leon mm-hmm. out and be just like that. Yeah, and he still keeps his idol for that extra push later, right? So, like, again, this is just another moment where I'm like, it just feels like nobody in this game is playing hard enough. Yeah, I, I get that. Because now picking up the pieces for Xander is Erica and heather and that's kind of all he has left at this point yeah and then hope ricard wants to flip or hope deshaun wants to flip over with you but they don't have a reason to or both maybe question mark or both to be fair the thing with Vote now and like if he thought all the way through this then like fine i'll give him credit but having the extra vote going into eight is relevant because he can use that to tell, you know, Deshaun or Ricard that if you flip here, we have the majority. Like we have five to four because of the extra vote, right? Like he can use the extra vote as. Yeah. And because he can use it for a tie. If it's Xander, Heather, Erica, and that's it. Then if he can just pull over either Deshaun or Ricard, you know, f- four votes, I mean, four votes an- alone is enough to force the tie. But if you do the four votes plus the extra vote, which lasts through the revote, you're kind of just set up, even if there's just three of you. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think hopefully, hopefully something interesting happens next episode. But if we go through the episode and they tease us with Xander leading the revolution and Heather gets voted out at the end because that's what Chantel wants to do, then I guess that's that's that. <laughs> then I'm done. Then I'm done. I'm done. I'm actually just done. <laughs> and I will hold firmly on the fact that, especially after this episode, Chantel just continues to win. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's move on to points, shall okay, we? Okay, let's talk about points for this week. The friends we made along the way, again, get 11 points <laughs> for the uh, second week in a row. Unfortunately, they are down to a single friend in Liana. Well... More like, <laughs> more like friends we lost along the way. Oh, good one, dude. Good one. Thanks for that. All I'm saying is, is I was pushing for an Evie <laughs> trade last week. Uh, 
next up, we have the Flame Pog Empire. Uh, two points more with 13 points total here. Uh, they get points for Chantel playing the extra vote. They get points for Danny being part of the group that won reward. And notably, you know, the friends we made along the way, both people there got reward points as well. Yeah, like the real difference between our votes, our, our points, is just we have one extra player. Yeah, for the episode points. All, notably, you know, Flame Pogs and Friends both got a vote in safe point. <laughs> uh, and then up again at the top is Blockbuster Definition uh, dwarfing the scores with 24 points for this episode. Uh, notably when there were only five people left in the immunity challenge, all five of those people were on blockbuster <laughs> definition. God. So how surprising, I, you know, I rate yeah, in who would have thought from the immunity challenge and I get, uh, three points from Deshaun and Nasir. Uh, and that's, let's see, that's 14. So if somebody let's, yeah, so if somebody from the other group won, I would have gotten at least, what, nine points? And then, very, I don't know. I don't know how it would have turned out know, if the li- other group won. Live math. Either way, uh, I ended up with a lot of points again this episode. Um, it's pretty rare, I think, to continuously score above 20 points. I, You know, I dipped a little bit around the merge, I think. But you and Jimmer, yeah, me and Jimmer, uh, still holding strong. We lost Nasir, but because it was a double boot, uh, friends we made along the way lost someone too. Uh, man, like at this point, Blockbuster definition is just towering above the other teams, and uh, it's seeming pretty inevitable that this carries through the finale. Uh, the gap is really narrowing. Again, I'll, I'll keep saying this, you know, maybe in a twist, Xander goes home next episode or something, but I think we still have Xander's advantages to look forward to. I think Ricard probably sticks around for the finale. I think Deshaun sticks around for the finale. So it really comes down to how many points is Chantel able to dig up before blockbuster definition, like just starts raking in the tribal council points from the finale now what i don't i i think it's just it's one episode too early i think i think we should wait till next week but we should start negotiations about uh how how we start uh the po- flame pogs we made along the way our merger tri- our merged tribe up against blockbuster mm. definition I like the sound of that. We do we do have to wait till next episode see if this is really the Chantel show or if Xander will start, you know, rallying the troops. You're going to be sad if Leona and goes We'll start home next seeing episode. cracks. I was going to say my one concern is that Leona <laughs> goes home and then there's no merge to happen because then we just have nothing, but I'm all right with that. I'm all right with having a little patience. I have nothing so, to lose um, at this point. In that so. context, does that make except for Leona? Leona. Does that make except Leona, Leona the flame pog we found along the way? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see. 
Yeah, I mean, I I guess at least <laughs> for your team, I'm thankful that you aren't just totally wiped out, which I feel like has happened a lot on these fantasies, especially uh, maybe when soaring is involved. <laughs> uh, just a whole, a whole team wipe happening pretty early on. It hasn't happened yet. And you put him on a team with me? D- d- don't <laughs> pretend you weren't involved in this. No, 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 that's what I mean. You put the emotional <laughs> chaos that attaches to one person that's going to go out second or whatever with the one that loses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought it would be funny. And you know what? It was. It was good content. I respect that. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've we been leaning into the punches yeah, we'll this season. We'll have to see what we do in the future for these lineups. Yeah, I think yeah. teams has been have been kind of fun, and I like having a big uh, group of people to play with as well so you don't have, like, four people on your tribe for the whole season. I mean, uh, this one, yeah, you know, it, it's it's harder for somebody to get fully knocked out of the knocked out of fantasy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and at this point, it's, you know, I don't necessarily just want to write it off. But just like we're watching Chantel kind of follow her path to the end, it seems like Blockbuster definition is uh, following their path to the end, too. Maybe it gets scrambled up. But at this rate, um. I'm at least happy that the uh, points are all like working out. Nothing, nothing's been too confusing this season as far as the. I'm not happy. Oh, <laughs> well. No, I, I'm. I'm not looking forward to the the rest of the season, and that's why I want this gimmick. Mm-hmm. This gimmick of joining up tribes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like. All these players seem so great, and like they're not playing great. And yes, and the editing seems like thank you. The editing seems like it's trying to make it better, more exciting. But like, there's nothing there. (laughs) You're just ruining it. That's no. I I think I think they they could have done so much better if they if they if they went and tried maybe to tell like a more human story as opposed to like, here is the greatest strategy game on earth. And then just show us bad, you know, or not exciting strategy and and not explaining strategy in favor of a shocking Mm -hmm. vote, which is shocking only within the context of the episode, because they try to trick you into thinking something else would happen. But the end of the episode, what actually happens is what you would have thought was going to happen. Anyways, gets tiring after the, what 40th episode we've seen them do this now <laughs> mm-hmm. and like and uh, what flying said is really the core of my whole issue with this episode and this season as a whole it, i think this season is terrible <laughs> i think it's awful and i don't think it is the fault of anyone playing the game i think the cast is great i think there's so many interesting people and interesting perspective interesting characters that they had there and then they just squandered it all through editing through the twist and then now with this last episode through you know the gameplay that we see it's just they're not playing they're not getting character development it's not human and it's not an interesting game so what is the point you know why am i watching this show why am i watching this season if it doesn't feel like they are when it just doesn't feel like there's any reason like they're telling us the same joke over and over and over (laughs) yeah yeah all right we get it do something different 
Speaking of, if if you're listening and you want to watch Survivor, but you want to watch something a little different, uh, go watch Survivor Boston on YouTube. <laughs> it's really good. Survivor Boston is so good. Uh, I want you know. I talked about it a bit last so week. Good. Talked about Australian Survivor a little bit. Uh, since the last episode has been recorded, uh, Fred and I went and we watched the first season of Survivor Boston, and we have started the second one. Very good show. I've watched it before, but I'm kind of reliving it now. Uh, taking me by surprise, or by surprise, how good it is. So, if you want yes, something different, was, go, go watch it. In, I was thoroughly impressed with everything about it. You know, the production, the the host, the people on the show, the characters, the gameplay, everything about it is just so good. And I think that extra perspective definitely made this episode hit a little harder makes um, you realize what is good about it was Survivor. Just like, like, why we right. watch Survivor. That's why I'm not passionate about anything. <laughs> and if you want to keep up to date with our scores, go to rngshow.com slash 41. Or the link in the show notes. That too. Fun yeah. to say it. <laughs> well, yeah. How do they get to the anchor page? Where's that at? That's just rngshow.com. You don't put the 41. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Uh, who edited the episode? Uh, some 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 fruit. Uh, I what think is it's a, a pop quiz. Like an incre- I I think it's uh, a pretty um, amazing, dude. Uh, amazing meringue. All right, all right, and and uh, you know, as you guys know, the name of our theme song is "Step, Step Up", Up but by made Subtact. by who? Subtact. Subtact. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Woo! Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. It's okay. Good answer. We didn't know the answer to that one for like the first three seasons of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Now more quiz questions. What's the capital of Indonesia? Bangkok. We'll All right. Australia. See you next week. <laughs> Hopefully Goodbye. we have something crazy to talk about. God, I hope so. Nasir, what made you think a simple vote would go as planned? It never goes as planned. Hey, vote for Heather and no one else. You don't hear a second name. That second name is you. Play your idol. We need you, Nasir. We need you. And Xander, don't think I didn't forget about you. You got to keep Evie in the game or Evie, however you pronounce it. I know he mispronounced Shan as Shan or Sean or whatever. I can't think anymore. I'm so angry. Use your extra vote. You don't even need to use your idol. Just use the extra vote. Save Evie. You keep your idol. It's not flushed. Evie might attack you later in the game. But that's the game. You just saw... You saw Liana. You saw Shan. You saw Danny. You saw Deshaun literally leave you and Erica to talk strategy by themselves. You gotta get one of them out!